2: And welcome to Reasons to be Joyful. My guest this week is the actor and singer Jeremy Swift. Of course, known for Ted Lasso, Downton Abbey, Gosford Park, many, many things. And he is a complete joy. But also, he has a brand new album, Songs of Escape and Endless Night. And that comes out this week. So we're going to be talking all about his music, but of course, his shows too. Yay, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, when you were at GSA, Guilford School of Acting, which is yeah. not what it's called now. No, now. it
0: used to be called Belairs as well, after Beachy Belairs, didn't it?
2: Was that when your in your day?
0: Yeah. People said, Oh Belairs, yeah.
2: So you, okay, so you trained as an actor at GSA, the greatest school, not the biggest school, the smallest acting school where I I was lucky enough to go as well and absolutely loved it. Did you do the musical course or the acting course?
0: No, I did do the acting course. Um, It was funny because after the first year, the first year people was called the foundation year. Yes. Sounds a bit sci-fi. And then... Uh, You split up into the acting and musical theatre course, and suddenly became aware that, like, oh, I see, because all the musical theatre people were wearing, um, you know, pink furry tracksuits, and all the um, actors were a bit smelly and smoked roll-ups and things like that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I went to the Brit pub. Oh, the Brit. That's all we ever. Yeah. So you were there. There were a few. We worked out a few years between us. We also worked out the guy that you're still friendly with. All I remember about him is he never bought a drink. Oh, he's now a cartoonist.
0: He's now a cartoonist. He's a regular in Private Eye. He's a very funny person.
2: Yeah. He is very. He was really lovely. Michael Ball was there as well.
0: Again, after me. Yes.
2: Wasn't he in the first year when you were in the
0: third year? No. Oh. No, he wasn't. No. Are you that much? Oh. I'm so old. Oh, very old. I didn't realise. You know, it's my birthday tomorrow. I'm sixty-three. <gasps> Happy birthday for tomorrow. Yeah.
2: I'm 33, so there's oh, 30 see. years between oh, us. So you
0: must have been I was, not. I
2: was. <laughs> when I went to GSA, I went before I was born.
0: Ah. Yes. Well, I there are parts funny. for those people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you said there's a connection between GSA and Ted Lasso. We have to go straight to Ted Lasso. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, just yes. Me, you found me watching clips of Ted Lasso.
0: Yeah. Well, um, understandable. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Christo. Fernandez, who plays Danny Rojas, yes, went to Guildford. Yes. And he It was even taught by, um, there was a teacher there, people, called Ian,
2: Ian Ricketts. Ricketts,
0: who was like Yoda, basically. He was! Yeah, and he was brilliant. And I still think of things that he said, and he was a beautiful man. He
2: was a wonderful man.
0: And, um, and it was, you know, Krista went about... Thirty-six years after I left, or something like that, you know, because he's only he was only out of drama. He only left there about four years, just before Ted Lasso started. Really, wow! So we could both do an impersonation of a teacher that was, you know, had spanned all of that time.
2: Dear boy, dear boy, oh wonderful! Um, So was music always a part of your of your realm when you were training as an actor?
0: Well, I was in a band when I was at uh, drum school, actually. I was in a punk band. But my mum and dad were music teachers and they had choirs at our house.
2: Quiet? <laughs> and... What, living with you?
0: <laughs> that would have been very weird, wouldn't it? That's, I that's would have new, loved that's it. That's a new spin on... First 17... thing in the morning, yeah. yes. Good morning, Jeremy. Yes, love <laughs> um, that. No, they did uh, practice uh, downstairs. And, um, yeah, they both taught music at schools. And, um, you know, they had um, instruments around the house. We had pianos and... Loads of rec- Pianos? Yes, we had, uh, well, we had a keyboard. We had, a, um, uh, and my dad bought an organ and then we bought a synthesizer, but it was, didn't work properly. And it only had one note that went all the way up. So he'd go, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> about five minutes later, wow. It went up about a semitone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's lots of things to sort of mess around on. And then, I t- you know, I, I learned um, piano and violin <clears throat> at school. Uh, yes.
2: So that was where the music was. It wasn't then when you went to college to train as an actor. You didn't do musicals there.
0: I didn't. I did. I think I did one or two musicals. You, you inevitably did. Um, uh, but uh, as we were saying earlier, that you know that I did the acting course, so I went on to you know the heavyweight stuff, the check-offs and all that kind of thing.
2: So uh, the acting. Where should we go then? Can we talk? I'd quite like to talk about the music because I think that's the side that people don't know about you as much.
0: Which is fair enough, yeah.
2: But it's something you love, don't you? You absolutely love. Music.
0: I do love, um, and I I had bands when I was in my twenties. I had a couple of bands, um, but it was very hard to keep together. This is pre-mobile phone, you know. You'd sort of turn up to a rehearsal and it was like. Where's Tony? Tony the bass player. And, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know. And he lived, you know, sort of miles away. So it was all a bit chaotic in those days. <laughs> what do we do without bones? Um, but also trying to keep, you know, my acting career, you know, from not falling on its face, you know, I had to keep... Getting work, so doing stuff with the band sort of got in the way, unfortunately, a little bit. Even though I love doing it, I couldn't do both.
2: So that is that why you've gone back to music now and making albums? And oh, well,
0: a little bit, yeah. Um, also because of you know technology and multi-tracking, I can do a lot of things just by myself, which I have to say is great. But I would love to play with people, and when I do play with people on the odd occasion. Sounds a bit risque, doesn't it? Um I'm like I, a twelve year old child sitting a giggle. Sniggering away. <laughs> um I do really <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it um, but uh, yeah that's why and also having kids and having to make sure that you know they're old enough so that they don't die if I stop looking at them um, you, you know when so I can go off and do other things and they don't um, you know set fire to the kitchen or whatever kids do um, I, we're, we've all been there yeah um, uh, so, <laughs> So yeah so it's only recently that I've I've started um in about the the last few years I have, I have done um the odd little bit of um uh sort of incidental music for TV and things like that and uh, and a bit of theater as well which I really enjoy doing soundscapes and things like
2: oh, that. Oh lovely. Yeah. Okay. Please let's just go to Ted. We have to <laughs> Ted we have to start with Ted. We can go to Downton. We've got to go to Downton. There's so many things we have to go to because I want to. Yes. Uh, But, Ted, I'm just so sad it's over.
0: I think you're with a lot of people there. Are
2: you sad it's over?
0: I am to a certain extent. Um, And I, I think they wrapped it up very conclusively. But you never know when things are totally over. Until they contractually over, it, really. Oh, uh, well. The thing, huh? the thing <gasps> is, with with huh? uh, what? what, that, what hey, wait, because here's the thing: they still have a year to decide whether to keep keep bring us back. Because it's you have a year from the last um, the day that something dropped or was broadcast. Uh, contractual-wise. Um, so they have another year to decide whether they want to bring back the show. Um, personally, I don't think that they would. Yeah,
2: um, they did wrap it up very it nicely. Was, it was
0: very, very well wrapped up and beautifully done, I think. And, and I, I think that the last episode, for anybody who's seen it, uh, it just had such great chapters in it. And, you know, mm. it was it was just really satisfying and very, very emotional as well. Very
2: emotional, very uplifting. Yeah. very positive and the baddie got his comeuppance, but all the, you, what I love the way it was all neatly wrapped up and it didn't feel cheesy. It just, you thought how please in these, mm. this day and age, there's so many ho- awful things that we hear just to have happy endings.
0: Yeah. And satisfying endings as well, because I, I could point to about three or four, um, because I love American sitcoms. I think they do it so well uh three or four of my favorite american shows that was so fantastic and then just faded and ran out of energy for the last two seasons and were you stuck with it because you loved them but Mm. there was a kind of flat disappointing tone and 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 i'm really glad that that didn't happen with this show
2: so uh, i i've also um scouring all of your social media and and you Are quoted as saying as well and you've done in other interviews that ted lasso's changed your life and i know hannah Waddingham has said that as well and nick mohammed lovely nick who's been on a a podcast as well on this podcast um uh that so is it as dramatic as that has it changed your life
0: well i suppose it has um yeah, I, I, I was asked after the first season and I sort of went, not really, no. Um, being, <laughs> Just like that?
2: Yeah, yeah, in that voice. Uh, uh, <laughs>
0: Um I am available for Zippy uh,
2: <laughs> if there's never
0: a Rainbow reboot. Um, uh, but yes, it has because, uh, well, particularly in America, because it's... It is a phenomenon in America. Yeah. I mean I can I um I was just there for 2 weeks recently. I think the amount of selfies I was asked for was must have approached about three to four hundred or something. It wow. was ridiculous, and um, and you have to go with the spirit of the show. I don't. I I, I understand people's excitement, and they also love the show. And if and the the commonality is that people, when they speak to you, they put their hand on their heart and say how much it. Uh,
2: I I get that. Get yeah, it. I yeah. absolutely get it. Uh, but your billboards everywhere, and you went oh, yeah. to the White House.
0: We did, yes. What's um, that like the, uh, head spinningly amazing um it wasn't just showbiz meets politics um i think that would have been seen as unsavory possibly um the, the pretext which was a decent one which was that um there was talk about um mental health and anxiety and it's very important to talk about post-pandemic as well. Um, so that was the pretext. And we went to the press room where... Uh, I, I wasn't on the stage, but the, the press officer in, introduced um, Jason and a few mem- other members of the cast and talked about um, mental health. Interestingly, um just just as the as it began as they were brought onto the stage um they were sort of heckled um by um an African journalist who was complaining that his questions were uh, had never been submitted to, to, and been answered so it was like, oh, this is real, you know this is this is happening and that he he was very cross for about a minute or two, literally, and there were other uh, journalists going, you know, Shut up, man, and decorum. There's, there's a place for this. You you complain, you go to the office, and all this kind of thing. Um, but excitingly for me, because I've seen the West Wing so often, I went to the back, and there was a cameraman there who was really welcoming, and I stood up on this high a bit at the back, and he gave me the lowdown about the whole of the press room um, and the whole history of it. And he'd worked there since Reagan's second term right
2: oh my word so he
0: knew everything it had a shelf full of um political memorabilia that i that the, uh, is on my instagram post should you want to have a look at that um but he told me that there used to be uh, a swimming pool in there and and it still was in the and, press room in the press room used to be a swimming pool and that the kennedys had girls there and there was a there's a, a a window into the interior so that they could keep an eye on Jackie Kennedy if she was in the building and they would get all the girls out through another door. What? Oh my word. I know and it was I was that exactly that that's my response so he and he was yeah he told me you know where all the the, the um, which which windows were bulletproofed and which ones weren't and all this kind of thing. Uh, it was really fascinating. Can
2: we go back to the swimming pool? <laughs> there was a swimming pool in the press room. Yes
0: and it's still there because because of you know kind of um uh, building laws, they're not allowed to mess with it. So it's just basically sort of covered up over, you know, with... Um,
2: but they don't use it as a swimming pool anymore. They,
0: they do not. It's, you would never know.
2: Oh, my word. Oh, well, yeah. thank you for that, insider knowledge. Yeah. yeah but, but in America, as I said, there are billboards of, of you everywhere. Did that not happen with Downton, though?
0: I wasn't part of the named cast of Downton, actually. Well,
2: well you're uh, not. No. But you were... But you were But you were in Downton and you were one of the main characters. You were there.
0: Oh, well, yes. Well, I'm glad that people remember that. My name was never at the front of the show and that
2: that makes the
0: difference. In fact, I didn't even realise that because I managed um, about six years ago to sort of um, gatecrash the SAG Awards just because I happened to be going to... gate crash. Yeah, well, yeah, I I asked uh, I asked the, um, the the PR people for the show, and uh, I said, "Were I'm you a...
2: wearing? Were you just in shorts and a t-shirt?" <laughs> and he went, "Hey, let me in." Yeah,
0: very drunk. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Huberville. Um I, <laughs> I, I uh, no, I'd, in advance, I did know about it. So, of oh, okay. course, I was going to LA. Not a
2: real gate crash. Well, then.
0: well, ostensibly a little bit because. <laughs> I wasn't part of the named cast, but I ended up going there. And they won uh, Best Ensemble. And uh, I went to get a little statuette and said, Oh, sorry, there isn't one for you. Because <gasps> you're not in the named cast. I went, Oh, oh, I see.
2: Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Did Hugh little mold one for you then? Did we get some? Pl- <laughs> he needs to get you. We need to get on the phone to him now. Hugh, can you please?
0: Hugh!
2: Can we, he needs to make one up like plasticine.
0: Out of plasticine? Yeah. Yes, I'd love that.
2: <laughs> we'll do one. Yeah. No, the team here, Joe and Ed, they'll, they'll make you one before you leave. Oh
0: goodness! Yeah, me. yeah. That's, that's see, so that. kind of you.
2: Uh, but the awards in America are very different than the awards here, aren't they? It's a whole, it's a whole different
0: world. It is, and I didn't really know. Um, I mean, I was nominated for an Emmy two years ago, and I didn't really, I was so ignorant, I didn't really know what the Emmys were. It was just a word. Because we don't see them broadcast and it's in the middle of the night or whatever. It's just
2: a word. (laughs) I think I might leave here laughing more than I have with anybody else. It's just a word. It was just a word. (laughs) I was up for a word. Uh,
0: Well, do you know what I mean? I didn't know its significance. I didn't have any images in my head of what the Emmys were. Um, And, um, God, you go to these things and they're just massive. I mean, it's like...
2: All right, take us there right from the from, from yeah we're going with you
0: all right right this is what i've been to 2 Emmys things and you go in a car on your own it's totally ungreen you know it's it's uh, you know you should really be sharing but you you know and you and uh, 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 major streets in downtown la are are blocked off like it's uh, uh, a zombie apocalypse um and there's nobody on the streets and they have little bollard things in the middle of the road, so you, so the cars have to zigzag down the road, right? So there's about six streets before you even get to where it is uh, that, are, that are really weirdly blocked off. And then you occasionally come to the end of a street and there's, like, um, loads of men in black guys going, who have you got in the car? OK, OK, go, 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 and all that kind of thing, as if... You know, it's a big Mission Impossible gig. I don't know. It's just really bizarre. And then you go in and you have to show ID a million times. They they sort <laughs> of like check the cars to see if they don't have bombs on them. All this kind of stuff. It's really bizarre. And then you get in there and it's like, uh, like it's like a presidential wedding or something. There are something like a hundred, a hundred and fifty tables. I'm sure you've been to some award things. It's not but, the
2: Emmys. No,
0: but things here. I mean, I've I'd, I'd never been to like the BAFTAs or anything. Like, oh, I, oh, actually, I have been to the BAFTAs um, a long time ago. But, you know, it's just massive, basically. It's huge.
2: And every star that you've ever seen is Oh, there. it's
0: bizarre, yeah. I mean, you just, oh, my goodness me. Did you
2: did you do have a, a chat with an oh, my goodness person?
0: Um, I did. Pinch,
2: did you pinch? Was it a pinch me moment?
0: Um, well, the, the, actually, when I went to the SAG Awards, we, when we got the award, we went on the on the, the stage, and Leonardo DiCaprio was sat about ten feet in front of us. It was like, what? <laughs> it's it's very strange when you actually see somebody. I know it's. You should but they be like that you about get, you. you. Oh, I do They suppose, will.
2: Yes, of course they will.
0: I suppose so, but you know, there's always another <laughs> another level, isn't there, of of like icon sort of, you know amazing levels um, uh, I'm, I've, I've gone a bit off piece now with No all that, with I all love that. it But anyway well, you, you, it's quite exo- I find them quite exhausting basically because there's a lot of nervous energy in the room and, um, and like for example when I was nominated for an Emmy um, I, I, I really thought and I, I was pretty sure and I was right that I, I wouldn't get it <clears throat> however um, the when they when they the two previous awards, the last person that they showed a clip of got the award, like uh, Hannah Waddingham got yeah. you know best uh, sporting actress, deservedly so. She's amazing, and um, and then my and then the same thing happened with me. They they showed that, and I suddenly got really nauseous, uh-huh. and I hadn't uh, I, you know I hadn't written a you know um, an acceptance speech of any sort because because I, because I thought it was narcissistic um, so I thought I really thought I'm going to vom I'm going to do a splurt vom <laughs> through my fingers if I stand up I'll go thank you for which would make great television and I would be remembered forever for the very <laughs> a very wrong reason but I was I literally I mean there's probably some footage somewhere that said I know when it is Brett Goldstein and I literally went oh god thank god for that <laughs> Ha <laughs>
1: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: <laughs> Jeremy, you have the most wonderful outlook on life. You, have you always been like this?
0: Oh, I don't know. And I, I you'd have to get somebody else to check on
2: <laughs> <then>. <laughs> But you're you uh, there's there's a really lovely photograph. Well there's quite a few lovely photographs on your socials of you with your family. I don't. I'm just laughing because you just make me laugh. You properly just make me laugh. But you and your family, and it just strikes me as you're just like you said. If I'd won, I would have vomited. It just through my fingers, through your fingers. That you're just a regular person who is really thankful for what you do as a career, because it strikes me that you love both.
0: Yeah, well, that's just—I I don't know any other way. But thankful and
2: be. grateful, I think. <clears throat> you know, there's—you don't, to me, you don't seem blasé about it all at all.
0: Oh, blimey. Well, it's because um, I think it's partly because I've been working for so long, and uh, so I appreciate it probably a bit more than I would have done if I was, you know, twenty-two or twenty-three. I, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that I would still be amazed then and appreciate it, but probably not. You know, they probably sort of think, well, well, of course. Of course I'm so successful, rightly so, or something. I don't know.
2: Okay, Uh, so let's go to Downton Abbey. Uh, That was, a a, a, again, and it's so different from Ted Lasso, obviously I don't need to say that, but it was an extraordinary worldwide phenomenon. And everybody around the world, I remember interviewing various cast members who say... That it changed their life so dramatically, one of whom is coming on the podcast next week. Um, but it changed their their life so dramatically that they never imagined. they never imagined it. And lovely Julian, who I've interviewed so many times, um, it, he is he has a sort of wonder about it when he talks about it still, a deep love. I think we all did as as viewers as well. Eddie works on the show, saying he never missed a n He's 25, he said he never missed a Downton. It was something very special, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it it really sort of hooked you in. Um, And Julian, of course, wrote uh, Gosford Park.
2: Which you were also... Which I was
0: in, and that was... And the concept, which was uh, really from Robert Altman... That 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 carried over, I think, into *Downton*, and and the con and it's a very uh, attractive one, which is uh, a bunch, a, a big cast, mm. a big bunch of people. And as Hugh Bonneville has said, if there's somebody you don't like, there'll, there'll be somebody else along in a minute <laughs> that you do like. So it's got, it's it's constantly, it's got so many stories and it's it was really involving, wasn't it? Um, and it went in different directions. But I think the concept um, is Altman-esque and I think it's it's a really strong concept. And when we did do Gosford Park, Robert said, the thing about all my films is that when you're on camera, you are the star of the film at that moment. And I think... Again, oh, that's
2: interesting. It
0: is, isn't it? And I think I think that really plays out, you know, because it's such a great ensemble in in Downton, and and uh, and and such a great cast, and really, really different different qualities of people as well. Really fantastic show.
2: So when you get cast in these, I mean, like, obviously you didn't know with Ted Lasso. Um, nobody did in the beginning I remember uh, God this sounds like a name drop but I but I remember with Hannah uh, she contacted me she said I've just made this show and I think it's going to do quite well and I uh, can can I come on the radio show to talk about it because uh, and Brett as well and they sent me a link to it and I sat and watched it I watched the first two episodes before anybody had seen it so I'm an OG I was there front hey. and I and I just went I think this is going to be massive she went well that's a real thing and i went, you're working with Jason. You know, it was all of those sort of conversations. Um, so, And you didn't know. I know none of you knew. You all say that. Uh, but with Downton, you sort of must have known that this was going to be a a, a biggie.
0: Oh, well, I I didn't come into the you fourth, weren't, I know fourth you were, season, yeah. so it already was. Was and, it
2: by then? Was yeah, that yeah. Ride?
0: Yeah, I was in the first episode of the, the the fourth season. and But, of course, I didn't have a kind of contract where... They'd say, we'll probably have you in for eight episodes, so sign up here. Thank you very much. Um, I literally got a phone call from a director, um, fantastic director I've worked for six times on the telly called David Evans. And he rang me and said, we got this part and explained what it was. And he and I said, it's only two scenes. And we said, what, what we want is a kind of... Um, we find that the, uh, the the heads of staff are the kind of avatars of their bosses. Um, uh, so uh, so given that you'll be working for Maggie Smith, we want somebody who's quite acerbic <laughs> and a bit arsy, to be honest. Uh, so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and I wasn't sure about it because I thought, who well, seems all right, you know. So I did it and, and people liked what I did <clears throat> and then I got a couple of other uh, episodes in that season, and then and then the last two seasons a lot more. A lot.
2: I so I I've forgotten it was big from the beginning. I thought it was one of those things that was sort of a a couple of seasons in people were going oh have you seen Downton? I
0: think I think again in America after the first season they really went crazy for it. They
2: love anything British, don't they?
0: They they do love it. A British thing, if it's the if it's the company. I think they like it. The, I think they like the glamour and the and the you know the old school class thing about it. Um, yeah, but it wasn't uh, again. Same with Ted Lasso. I mean, Downton's massive all around the world, huge in China. China. Yes, they loved it in China. Did you tour
2: China with it? I
0: didn't tour China. You haven't. No, no. But you,
2: um,
0: but. You... but um, yeah, uh, uh, you know, loads and loads of countries. Um, yeah,
2: I took it far, Americans took it far more seriously. They seemed to take it than than we did here. I think everybody said it was just warm, lovely television. Whereas in America, they they took it to heart, didn't they?
0: I think they did. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um. So, go. All right, we're going to go back now, if we can yeah you do do sound effects yeah 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 Yeah. Uh, i'll take you back to the music because that's what i wanted to do so you've got an album coming out and a new single for you do you do you wish that people and apologies if this is what you wish do you wish that people wouldn't talk about all the acting stuff and just talk about the music (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, no, it's inevitable, really. It's a way in, isn't it, really? Um, but um, no, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that because you know I don't really have a history in the public eye of um, of, of creating music yet. Um, um, so uh, no, I understand that. Yeah, but I do love making music, and you know, if I had the chance, I'd do a lot more. But you know, I have to do me my day yeah. job.
2: Okay. So people can download it now. It's available now to download, isn't it?
0: The album is, yes.
2: Yeah. Um. So what now, With that, with that all coming out, does that mean you stop doing the acting for a while just so you can concentrate on the music and say, right, okay, I'm out there doing that? Or are you straight back into <coughs> the acting?
0: um i had to judge when i wasn't going to be doing something oh that's uh, interesting yeah uh, to to uh, to fit the uh, the pr in for the music really and um it seemed the right time because i was supposed to be doing a movie in denver um uh, april may but they lost some of their money because of you know these certain banks have gone under and um and it's it's going to go again in the early autumn because um, I have a green card now, so I can work out in America. No, 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 green card. Oh, green card. Oh. It has taken me four nearly four years to get it. It was four years because of the pandemic. You see. Oh, I see. Um, so, so you can work there now. I can work. work there. Yeah. In fact, I have done a film there this year. I did um, a Disney film.
2: Tell us more, please.
0: Ah, um, I, it, it's um, it's a little part, but um, it's supposed to be a trilogy. Um, the uh, there have been some films. And with the same title, Descendants. There have been three movies. They're they're really geared towards um, uh, young girls in particular, I would say. But you know, a lot of kids uh, who are Disney fans uh, will, will will go for it. And I play um, Principal Merlin, um, the head of a kind of wizardy college. So it's a little bit Hogwarts.
2: Oh, thing. fantastic!
0: Yeah,
2: and it's a trilogy. Uh,
0: yes, this one's called um, Descendants Four: The Rise of Red and it should be out next year.
2: And real people not caught you're not a cartoon. I'm
0: not a cartoon. No, I'm a real, you're a real. I'm a real wizard.
2: I, of course okay. you are. I knew that anyway. Magic. <laughs> um but is that is that uh, to be streamed or is it a cinema release?
0: That I don't know. I think it might be Disney Plus actually. Okay, but um fantastic. I don't really know. They might try for a, a theatrical release. I do not know.
2: So many things just go straight to stream, but that's they do. okay. Yeah. Although yeah. I'm sad because I like the and whole cinema experience. Me too. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Um, uh, you are. A, you really are a joy. But you are. You are properly funny as well. But you are also a wonderful actor. Uh, I remember seeing you in the Railway Children, as you said, which I was going to say. I remember coming to see you round the corner from here because we record very near Kings Cross. Um, that was just wasn't that clever.
0: Oh, I love doing that. And the thing about it was that. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of music, it had such an integrated sort of soundtrack that we had to, you had to sort of uh, really stick to it, all the cues and everything. Um, And it was like incidental, live incidental music. Um, And that was really enjoyable. But it was such a great sort of community spirit kind of show. Um, This
2: was where they took. uh, They did it. Railway children. Act for people who don't know. Railway children actually happened in the station.
0: Yes, we had um, we had a track in the middle of the uh, performance area and a bank of five hundred people on either side in sort of uh, grandstands, and uh, we could cross the uh, the track. There was a little. There was a little. um, What did they call them? Little. Putty. No, what do they call them? Those little, little, a little thing that went up and down on the tracks, uh, so we could cross over. And it had, and they had sometimes. What did had, you just call it? A putty. It's not right. I don't know where I pulled that it's word from. You mean a little
2: stage thing? No, you said
0: it's like a. What do they call them? You know, you see.
2: Oh, when they crank it up, they yeah. go back one person on one. Yeah, one, one person. Head.
0: Come on to me. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what were they
2: called? I'm looking at the guys. Oh in no.
0: They want no, he's twenty five. He's twenty five. No. Um, but they had one that, that sort of it was pulled on actually. But then an actual train came on at the end of the first half and at the end of the second half. It was great anyway. And although there were twice the train, which wasn't a, a real steam train, it had dry ice that came out the top. It was running electronics. One time in particular it was a huge delay, and I had to go out and just riff uh, whatever came into my head. They as fixed, the
2: character or as you
0: as me really as you know what did you do i can't remember now but you know everybody's... did you sing <laughs> that would have gone that would have been i think i might have been terrified if i'd started singing because <laughs> who knows what, what i would have started doing after that um no i just um made stuff up you know um, <laughs> and and it was it was close to 10 minutes before the train was actually ready um, so <laughs> that's I've never done that in front of a thousand people before, you know. In fact, I don't think I've ever done it before or since. Um, but but um, that so your was,
2: stand-up career might not be happening. Uh,
0: no, I, <laughs> people seem to enjoy it, but I, 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 I it, it was um, I blanked it out in my did mind. They
2: pu- who, did they push you out there, or did you say, "Don't worry, I'll go and save"? I think the a bit day. of that,
0: you know, it was, yeah. because otherwise it was just like ooh, what's going on? Blah, mutter, 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 you know, in the audience. So um, I thought, well, I better go and do some talking then. Who Uh yeah. Yeah, um, but that, <laughs> but it was a great show. I absolutely loved it, and it had, you know, loads of kids in it, and it was you know, quite a big, you know. Oh, cast. It was a joy! Yeah. It was an
2: absolute joy to see. As are you, Jeremy. I, you, you know what? And I, I know I've interviewed you before, and just to be able to spend time in your presence, you just. You're just a sunshine. No, you are do. the sunshine. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Small details are big surfaces.
2: Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall—whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because rust new Custom Spray Five-in-One gives you control with five different spray patterns,
0: so you can tackle nooks